And this is just a quick shout out to our brothers and sisters out in Paris, France. I see that the struggle is going on and they're fighting the good fight at this. So we have to send our love and support and our good vibes out to them on this struggle that they're going through. And a struggle that we're all going through collectively. Also send our love and support out to our brothers and sisters out in Yemen who basically it's genocide that's happening out there. So if you're not aware of it, it's not on the mainstream media, but babies are dying from hunger and starvation. And they're just getting bombed to smithereens. Uh, Syria, send our love out to Syria, support for the people struggling there. Libya, where there's open slave trades there right now on the streets. So uh, visit uh, the Etsy store, E-T-S-Y, Etsy.com, and it's Buddhist Living. I have some t-shirts there. There's a link in the description of the website. The website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. So give me some support. Buy a t-shirt. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to episode 87 of the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. Today we're going to cover a topic that is relevant to all of us today. That is any thinking person, any thinking human being today. This topic has meaning and considerable contemporary significance. To study our heritage from the past is not simply a waste of time because most of that heritage is still with us, if not in the political and social circles of life, at least in the internal subjective moods of our existence. At a very early date, it became evident that mankind or human beings were in serious difficulty trying to understand where he was, why he was, and what he was. He looked around him and he saw a nature unfolding But behind this nature, the way he saw it, he realized there must be something else. But he had no way of discovering what it was. He was bound within the small area of his own life existence. Life expectancy in this Paleolithic uh, era was probably no more than 20 to 25 years. And many people didn't even make it out of birth. People at this time had questions as to why life was as severe as it was why death was so prevalent, why many of their children wouldn't make it out of, you know, birth or infancy, and they had nothing but questions and no solutions and no answers. As they continued to delve deeper and look into life existence, all they came up with was more and more questions as to what was life and what was the true meaning of life and what was there for them. And inevitably, over time, people developed different belief systems, which were the precursors of modern-day shamanistic belief systems, religions, and people's striving to find out really what they had for them to deal with this harsh, tragic, brutal life that they were facing. They developed a belief in spirits and ghosts. These beliefs didn't come from a planned uh, study or exploration of nature. However, however, it came out from a desperation of an individual, a group of individuals searching for answers to escape from loneliness, from misery, and feeling like they were an island uh, on their own with no answers in a very brutal and cruel world. And these individuals had nothing to rely on or to believe in except what they could contrive in their own imaginations and their own ingenuity. 
And as time went on, inevitably there was a demand for some type of organized faith or system of belief. Faith in realities that were not visible. But how is a primitive man going to analyze invisible realities? So the desperate need resulted in the solution. A solution that was good for the moment. And which it was hoped it would always be improved and perfected in the course of time. This temporary solution is still the answer we have today. With all our progress, with all our skills, with all our intellectualism, the individual is still lonely and searching for answers. He is still infinitely helpless in a world that's too overwhelming for him. Now he not only has to combat nature and its circumstances, he must also combat the circumstances set up by human nature with our modern technologies today. So we began our search for something that was stronger than the self, stronger than what we are, some ever-present help in time of need. And at that primitive time, trouble was common and help was scarce. The individual went through countless miseries and misfortunes. And at this point, man really needed something to help him with his struggling existence, looking for answers, searching for hope. And this resulted in what we call today shamanism, which is prevalent among all cultures of the world, including the American Indians, the Far East, the Eskimos, and uh, South America. They developed what was called medicine men or shamans with the rattles and the spells and the incantations with the second sight and the mysteries and the reading of dreams. They worked with the sick and gave hope of recovery. But what all of these belief systems have in common was the human existence and demand for hope. This resulted in many ancient cultures uh, developing and creating charms and talismans and altars and, you know, worshiping and sacrificing to different type of deities and gods because they had no understanding of the true God, so they had a desperate search to find answers for their questions that had been unanswered up until then. So inevitably, uh, some primitive men would be walking through a valley or through a, a gorge or some stretch of the desert, and he'd see a pretty little stone or a pebble and say, hey, you know, I'm going to take this pebble and I'm going to lash it together with this other little stone and paint it and put some kind of sinew or some type of string around it and it's going to be imbued with some type of healing power. And this is all within his own belief system in his mind, just searching, you know, for hope and help and answers. So this is the origins of magic and medicine and the shaman. And what this did was created a paradigm in modern men's thinking in that if you take one individual stone or pebble or leaf or gemstone on an individual basis and combined it with a different stone or piece of wood or sinew or some type of arrangement that the combination of these two separate and distinct elements would bring a new type of power or medicine or healing into his paradigm, which imbued the creator of this healing with power. So this is the uh, belief system of the ancients. And all of this would contribute to their survival. And as we look back at the ancient writings and stories from these 
ancient people, at some point these shamans, these medicine men, were producing some miraculous results for their own people. And they were having a positive effect upon healing and treating their own people through their belief systems and through their different types of treatments and actions that they took in order to promote healing and the people were really benefiting from these medicine men. And even up until today in our common era, you have people that seek these different types of treatments from shamans and medicine men. And oddly enough, if you do look at the facts of it, if I'm not mistaken, they, in many instances, they do have either equal or better healing percentage rates than our modern day medicine. And that ties back into that Bruce Lipton and the biology of belief. It's very interesting. So some modern day people have more belief in a medicine man than their modern day medicine. It's a little controversial, but obviously modern day medicine has its place with surgery and treatments and therapy. But a lot of it is really making us sicker and killing us. And interestingly enough, a few years back, I was doing some uh, research on YouTube and on different forums where, oddly enough, a lot of uh, physicians that were promoting natural healing and curing cancer through natural methods, uh, many of them, they, they died mysteriously for no, for no reason. They were healthy people and they were having a great effect as far as curing cancer and different diseases. And a lot of them, I'm going to say more than 20 or 30 of them, just like within a couple of years, they just mysteriously died. Just look it up on YouTube. And when I say look it up on YouTube, cross-check it against Google and look up the facts. You know, sometimes people say check YouTube and it's like, oh, YouTube, yeah, YouTube, ha, ha, ha. But go on Google and cross-check all of your facts and, you know, come up with your own research and your own answers to these issues because nobody's going to spell all of this out to you, you know, uh, as an individual saying, hey, you know, here here it is, click A, B, and C, and here are your answers. No, you got to go in and do your own research and check out your own facts, come up with your own answers with your own truth and healing and your own reality, because, you know, at the end of the day, you're accountable to yourself. And if you look back into the Bible, it states that faith has helped to make us whole. So this is actually biblical. Something that has hope is a source of physical health and healing. It helps us from emotional, physical, and emotional disease, which is the source of most of our sickness today. Faith is a tremendously healing power, the only answer that we have to the destructive force of fear. So from faith came a great development of beliefs and ideals and healing. These were not all provable or demonstrable. But that's not important. What's really important is the result and the healing that people gain from this belief system and this hope that they had. And when I say hope, I don't mean hopium like Obama with, you know, let's, you know, hope. And as I say, hopium and bullshit. But this is from within man, ourselves, and seeking to heal ourselves and find the truth amongst all of the lies that are being scattered upon us from the mainstream media, everything that we read and listen to these days. We have to really take it back to an ancient time where we actually value what these shamans were teaching us.
you know, I talk a lot about, you know, how Jesus is my Savior. And there's, there's a reason for that. He's my anchor. Not to be a Bible thumper. But you have to be in a place where you keep your mind open and receptive to what is out there. So you have to make a value call and make a determination upon what you're going to allow in and what you're going to keep out. So truth is a very obscure and very subjective thing. Obviously, what's being spoon-fed to us right now by the pharmaceutical companies and by the mainstream media and by these drug companies who are just looking to make profit, you can't accept pretty much anything that they hand down to you right now. Because when you look at these commercials for these modern-day drugs, you're being gaslit, you're seeing... You know, a guy riding a bike and hitting a tennis ball and then eating dinner with his, with his family and then, you know, ordering, you know, a pair of shoes on Amazon. And he's smiling the whole way with this, you know, background music that just enhances the bullshit. And what you're not being told is that these drugs are poisoning, poisoning us and killing us and taking us away from our true nature. And that's not where it's at. To a large degree, these, these shamans and these people with these ancient belief systems really had the right way because, again, Bruce Lipton touches on this, but in his book, The Biology of Belief, and his, you know, his, when he speaks, he talks about the epigenetics and the power that we have within us to heal ourselves with hope and truth and an understanding of what we are, what, what the subconscious mind, where our minds are, this is the direction that we really need to go in and they're just pull, pulling the wool over our eyes to blind us so they can make a profit on us. It's all bullshit. We need to try to turn the clock, clock back and look into the older ways that our ancestors had. You know, your grandma and your granddad, if you have some of the older ones, you know, your ancestors, talk to them about the times they lived in and, and kind of glean the knowledge that they had because, you know, their value to us is way beyond anything you could think of right now. You, you know, we got to take it back and, and, and have some respect for our elders and listen to them. You know, it's really important. As time went on and religions and philosophies became more complicated, it was inevitable that efforts were made to rationalize faith, to bring it under the control of reason. It was apparent that if the mind supported the faith, it would make the effect of the healing stronger. So now we have all types of esotericisms, mysticisms, philosophies, every type of intellectual interpretations of natural healing. As we come into the modern times, we get into the era of science and scientism. And the purpose of scientism to a very large degree is to destroy our faith and our hope in the old belief systems and shamanisms, esotericisms, and to take us away from our true nature. Because what happens is these large corporations cannot profit off of the old ways. They can only profit off of their new drug peddling, chemical, pharmaceutical medicines that they sell us nonstop with these commercials of, as I said, guys riding bikes and playing ping pong and eating shrimp, you know, off the barbecue, smiling and laughing with that whole mood music in the background. It's just bullshit. We got to take it back to the way it was to the way of our ancestors. We have to go back and search out these invisible, esoteric sources of healing and truth and love that we have ingrained within us, within our own psyche, within our own DNA. 
with our own within our own existence that has for centuries and for millennium providing provided the healing that we've needed the hope that we've needed and the path that has led us to where we are today it's a modern day thing i guess in the 20th century really that you know these pharmaceutical companies began to take over and i'm really down on these pharmaceutical companies because all they're doing is just toxifying us with this brainwash madison avenue bullshit that they're giving us just leading us down to sickness and disease and and just imbalance and taking us away from our true nature you know you got to look back into the old ways many people that have lost their spiritual orientation and they're just buying into this pharmaceutical bullshit many people have lost the fact that there is a universal good and a universal healing and that there is a god that loves us and his intention is for us to be healthy happy and whole and what's happening is these companies today pharmaceutical companies these uh, mass media companies want us to buy into their belief system into their paradigm and into their profit making death cult belief system where we need to rely upon them and to put away nature and our natural system of living in our natural ways this is this is exactly what's happening right now and as this goes on faith dims hope disappears and what's left is death and destruction and this is what they want for us we need to go back again i cannot emphasize enough to the old ways where we heal ourselves and rely upon ourselves basically what i'm saying is give me the shaman and fuck the doctor i don't have anything against modern day medicine in the sense of if there's some quantifiable thing that you know a, a doctor has to really perform a procedure and there's certain things that are going on but you got to be able to read between the lines of when you actually need this type of treatment from this modern day medical system and when it's something that's being pushed upon you and you're being brainwashed to have your child vaccinated with you know 80 vaccines by the time he's you know eight years old or ten years old where they're giving him this mmr vaccine uh to young boys before the age of two which ends up in some exponential rate of autism which i think if i'm not mistaken 15 years ago one in 20,000 young boys had autism one in 20,000 and i think today it's one in 80 and it's that mmr vaccine that's being administered before they're the age two which is measles mumps and rubella and they're all being administered in one shot and what's happening is some kids get this vaccine uh on monday and on tuesday they're banging their head against the wall so this is something that you need to open up your mind and look at you parents that have young babies today be really careful with these vaccines i did an episode on vaccines back a f- couple of months ago so look into it it's on youtube there is a documentary called vaxxed and i highly recommend anybody that has young children to look at this uh, documentary about the vaccines that are being administered to our children today i think some of them they need it but for the most part i think there's probably 10 or 12 vaccines that they need be really careful with that mmr vaccine and do your research if you love your child we must be on the path of developing the inner light the inner truth and the inner understanding of who we are and what we need to do to fulfill our own lives madison avenue is not going to do this for us 
Coca-Cola is not going to do this for us. CNN is going to just lie to us and tell us to go down this path of death, death and destruction. So we need to make a concerted effort to communicate with people that are on the same wavelengths as us, people that do not have an understanding of truth, that we impart truth to them to show them the right path to go down and what is really transpiring today in this modern day existence that we're leading. You know, don't just think about yourselves, but try to shed light so that people can be illuminated the way you are. It's not an easy thing, my brothers and sisters, but this is the world that we're living in today. As a result of this bombardment that we're receiving right now, we need to find a true path that can lead us to our own edification, our own benefit, our own growth, and our own trail to our happiness and where we need to be as human beings. A lot of this can be gleaned from listening to our ancestors and the way that they were able to interpret their own dreams and interpret patterns that they saw in nature and just be in touch with the self and where they are in the moment through meditation, through breathing, and through self-realization of the moment where they are. As I said, a lot of people really overlook the need, and I did an episode with Wim Hof about the deep breathing and oxygen. Cancer cannot exist in an oxygen-rich environment, so it's very important throughout the day that you make it a practice of just breathing deeply, just clearing your mind. You're driving your car down the turnpike, and you know you're stressing out about you know deadlines and things, meetings and conferences that you have to do, or whatever you do. If you're stocking shelves at Walmart, whatever you do, but you find yourself stressed out, and what you need to do is make it a concerted effort to just sit there and just take 10, 20 deep breaths. Fill your lungs to the capacity that they can hold. Just breathe very deeply, clear your mind, and just bring that oxygen into your body. Because as I said, ox uh, cancer cannot exist in an oxygen-rich environment. And what that oxygen carries with it is prana and positive charge, healing, and health. So this is something that the pharmaceutical companies cannot sell you or put in a bottle or in a can or in a shelf you know, or an injection or a vaccine, you know, we need to breathe this prana, this pure, and even if it, you live in an urban area with polluted air, it doesn't matter, it's, it's the fact that you need to just bring this into your lungs and breathe deeply and, and just focus on the moment that you're in right now and just discard the stress and the negative energy that's surrounding you and just breathe deeply, it's so important. Make it a practice uh, when you're dreaming to use this, this this dreaming as a vehicle to bring you into the right direction. And when I say uh, dreaming, it's not like, you know, I had a dream, I had a car accident, or I had a dream. No, that doesn't mean if you had a dream of a car accident or something negative, or I got fired from my job and now I'm going to get fired. No, that's not it. What happens with dreams are their suggestions, and it's bringing you into your subconscious mind. Maybe if you had a dream that you got fired from your job, it may mean that you need to leave that job, that you might need to fire your job because it's the wrong direction for you. So don't interpret it automatically as literal, 
but interpret your dreams in a metaphoric way. Like, what is this dream trying to tell me about what's going on with me? You know, the power is not necessarily all in somebody else's hands, but it's also in your own hands. Don't just give away your your, your power and your own self. Just give yourself up as you're just a commodity or like a 20-pound bag of rice. You have the power to detect, dictate your own direction. And when your dreams speak to you, you have to be able to interpret them to see what the subconscious mind is trying to tell you in the moment of what's going on with you. I'm not a big person on, you know, divinating dreams and, you know, doing tarot cards. I don't really believe in divinating the future because in the Bible it, it says that you shouldn't really try to divinate the future because that's wrong. And I kind of believe that to be true as far as divinating and what you're going to do. Definitely don't fuck with them Ouija boards. The Ouija boards are a big, big no-no. And I'm going to say, honestly, the tarot cards too. For me. For me. I mean, if it works for you and that's what you do, that's great. And I'm just going to put up my own truth there. But dreams are a, re a region um, where you're. this is something that's coming inherent from yourself and from your own psyche and from your own subconscious. So these are tools that the universe is giving you to direct yourself in. Um, I believe that when you are reaching out and trying to determine yourself, like outside of your own dreams, I mean outside of yourself through external vehicles, I believe that's when you get into some sketchy stuff like this whole uh, sorcery and you know witchcraft and the santeria and stuff like that, which I do not, definitely do not believe in. What I do believe in is within the self. And as I said, you know, I'm not a Bible thumper, but Jesus is my my savior and you can take that for what you want but i'll just put it out there and everybody needs an anchor you know somebody like a guardian angel or somebody that 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 has your back and you cannot put a value on that that's very important because there's so much negative that is being tossed against us these days that we need something positive that's going to back us up so i'm going to leave you with that and we'll just continue forward so we're at the point right now where we are looking at this and we're saying there has to be something larger between man and God besides space. And this space between man and God cannot just simply be a vacuum. That in some way the divine operates in the realm of the mortal existence. And in order to operate the divine must have some instruments of operation. And over time, what has happened is that mankind has developed a belief system where we have what's known as guardian angels. Now, some people might hear the term guardian angel and see it as a joke or, oh, that's so hilarious and that's so, you know, Catholic Church 1962. But the realm of actually what's a guardian angel is something, and I'll, and I'll profess for, for my own life, something that's extremely true and something that I have felt from from pretty much times that I can remember being five or six years old where there was just something in, that just interceded in my life that protected me and just made the right moves for me. And this is straight up. I have no reason to BS you, and I'm just about sharing my own reality, my own truth. People try to short-sell this a lot, but what happens is, you know, you have man on the one side 
and you have the omnipotent God, you know, way above us, over us, you know, just observing his creation. But when God gets involved in our lives in many ways, what he does is he puts what's called for some people a guardian angel. And I don't believe it's for some people. I, I believe actually every everyone does have a guardian angel, but some people just don't realize it and they just choose to go down their own paths. Because what happens is when you have a guardian angel involved in your life, you know, he's actually making an evaluation on how you're conducting yourself. So if you're doing something that's in the wrong path, in the wrong way, that's going against him, it's going to cut across your grain. And it's going to guide you back onto the right path, doing the right things where you're supposed to be at. And a lot of people in today's modern day, you know, hey, you know, there is no God and there's, there is no judgment and there is no hell. And we're just here to just have fun and run through these uh, cornfields. It's all bullshit. Because you have no idea how you were created. You have no idea of what DNA, RNA, uh, the genome. And you have no idea how even your respiratory system works. You have no idea what peristalsis is. And for those who want to know what peristalsis is, is when you swallow something, if you're upside down, it's going to be pushed down into your digestive tract, even though you're standing upside down. It's the way the muscles coordinate and push the food down. So, you know, biology 101. So we have no idea of the way these, uh, in most instances, the way these things really transpire. So we need to have an understanding that there are levels way above us that we have no understanding of, of how they operate. But however, they do exist, and we need to live in accordance with them. You cannot have an existence where you just live and dish out bad karma all over the place, death and destruction. And at the end of the day, you go home and just, you know, there's no effect on you. You're just going to have your little, you know, banana split or piece of cheesecake and everything is good. No, everything, every action that you put out is going to come back and revisit you. And when the problem is in most instances... People will watch the news or hop on YouTube and say, hey, how can Hillary Clinton get away with this? Or how can, you know, whatever politician get away with he's getting away with Donald Trump or whatever the case may be. They're going to get theirs and they're going to have their karma at the end of the day. It's just inevitable. They might not realize it. And it's not contingent upon what their realization of existence is. It has nothing to do with their perspective of it. What it has to do with is what the reality of our life and the reality of karma and, and, and our truth system is, is what they're going to have to face at some point. So you can get away with what you want right now in the moment, but at some point it's going to come back and revisit you. That's why sometimes when a person conducts, like they'll trick somebody or do something bad, it bothers you. And they have a saying that people that live their lives in this way, they have a they have a problem sleeping. They don't sleep well because it kind of haunts them at night until their karma or, or their feelings become calcified and they're just callous to, you know, doing evil and they're just used to it. And and that's that's it's a really bad thing because at that point you're just becoming demonic. So it's really important to have an understanding of where we are and the shamanistic ways and the old ways of living and believing, you know, being able to interpret your dreams and where you are, you know, relying upon yourself and 
the old ways for your own healing. So, like I said, there's a lot going on right now, and there's a lot that you need to really be aware of. Be in tune with yourself. Go deep into your meditation. Go deep into your own truth, into your own readings, and whatever belief system that you go into, whether it be the Tao Te Ching or the Dharmapada, the Buddhism, the Upanishads, Hinduism, Ganesh or Hanuman. Hanuman's one of my guys. If you want to look him up, he's uh, I got a bunch of Hanuman tattoos on me. Hanuman's my guy. Um, but I'm straying off the subject here. Get into your belief systems, into your reading, into your research, into your truth, into your meditation. Remember to breathe deeply into you know as as you go about your day because as I said, uh, uh, cancer cannot exist in an oxygen-rich environment. And yeah, this is basically where we're at today. Um, I'm gonna cut off the podcast at this point. I want to thank you for listening. And namaste. Welcome to the Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Miguel. I like to cover topics from ancient history, great leaders and generals from the past, And I also like to talk about self-realization, truth, critical thinking, and strategic spirituality. Outside the box, nonconformist. I'm here to shatter the myths of the mainstream media and the beta sheeple narrative. My email address is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. My website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. My Instagram is Alpha Male Buddhist. And check out my YouTube channel, Alpha Male Buddhist, and that's on YouTube. It is the podcast accompanied with video clips that integrate exactly with the podcast, so it's motivational and inspirational. I also have promotional t-shirts. If you go to my website, alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com, you can see the promotional t-shirts there. Reach out to me. Also, if you have any show notes or any suggestions that you would like to hear on the podcast, just reach out and see if I can get that done. I've been getting some really great emails and feedback from my listeners, which is great. So I want to thank you for listening and namaste.